السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته الحمد لله الحمد لله وكفى والصلاة والسلام على سيدنا المصطفى صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه وبارك وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا أما بعد فقد قال الله سبحانه وتعالى أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم إنه لا يحب المستكبرين وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم الكبرياء ردائي والعظمة إزاري فمن نازعني واحدا منهما ألقيته في النار أو كما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم صدق الله مولانا العظيم وصدق رسوله النبي الكريم ونحن على ذلك لمن الشاهدين والشاكرين والحمد لله رب العالمين Respected brothers and elders, today I wish to speak on quite a serious matter. For the believer, this is in fact a very serious matter, something that should be of great concern and worry for a believer, and that is the spiritual malady or the spiritual sickness, which is known as pride, in Arabic, al-kibr, or at-takabbur, the sickness and the malady of pride. So why should this be of such great concern to the Muslim? The reason is simply that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not like such a person. And that should be everything for a believer. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, إِنَّهُ لَا يُحِبُّ الْمُسْتَكْبِرِينَ Verily, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not like those who are, pride, who are proud and haughty, those who have the quality of pride within them. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not like them. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in a hadith al-Qudsi, narrates the words of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, wherein Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Al-kibriya'u ridai, that pride, pride is my cloak, pride is my garment. So pride is the garment of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Wal-azamatu izari, and glory and grandeur, this is my lower garment. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying, that grandeur and pride are only for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. فَمَنْ نَازَعَنِي وَاحِدًا مِّنْهُمَا The person who will challenge me, the person who disputes me on this, أَلْقَيْتُهُ فِي النَّارِ I will send him to the fire. So we learn from here that it is a very serious thing for a person to have pride within himself because it is the quality of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and certain attributes are only for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and none of his servants can enjoy those attributes that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has and one of them is pride. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has every reason to be proud. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has every reason to be proud and insan has no reason to be proud and this is why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala dislikes it. So we need to be wary of this melody that may be found in our hearts. A person may be doing a lot of good a person may be doing many good deeds. He may be reading all his salah. He may be doing extra nafil salah. He may be doing fa uh, uh, voluntary fasting. He may be doing a lot of charity work. But if he has this quality of pride within him, then it is feared that that will destroy everything for him on the day of Qiyamah. So the quality of pride is something that we need to guard against. So what is kibr? What is, pri what is pride? It has been defined as a psychic or a psychological state in which a person feels a sense of superiority over others. He feels a sense of superiority over others. 
and he behaves because of this in an overhanded manner over other people. He tries to control people and subdue people. So this is one of the conditions of pride. And its signs are very discernible to the people around a proud person. That the proud person may not himself recognize that he is behaving in this manner or that he has pride. But the people around him, they are made to feel like they are inferior to him. And in his words and in his action, he says to the people around him that I am better than you. So he may not be saying that with his tongue, but his actions and his mannerisms say this to the people around him. Then there is something called ujb. So let us just differentiate between what is kibr, which is known as pride, and ujb, which is simply put as conceit, for a person to be conceited. So what are the differences? Firstly, ujb and conceitedness, that is uh, to be conceited, that is the root of pride. It ha pride has its root in conceit, that a person when he is conceited, then it can give rise to pride. So ujub is where one is impressed, a person is impressed with himself. He's impressed with his accomplishments, he's impressed with his knowledge, he's impressed with his own wealth, he's impressed with his own looks. A, pers a person is impressed with himself. I'ajabum bin nafs, where a person is impressed with his own nafs with himself. So that is conceit. That is not yet pride. When it becomes pride, when does it become pride is when a person, on account of these perceived merits that he has, on account of these perceived merits that he has, he has, he thinks of himself as better than others. That is when it becomes pride. So first it is conceit. So the beginning of it is conceit, and this is also disliked in Sharia. It is also a sinful uh, condition of a person. He needs to rectify that within himself. But when does it become worse? When on account of that he thinks that he is better than others. This is when it becomes kibber. And then a person, he could still conceal this kibber. This feeling that he is better and superior to the other, he could still be concealing that within himself. He does not make it apparent. But when his actions and his words become such that those around him can see that this person really does think that of himself, then that is now takabbur. Now he has taken the kibber and he has brought it onto the outside and he has made it his garment. This is now very dangerous territory. Where a person now has taken that takabbur and he has worn it as a, as a garment and he is showing it off. He does not even hide the fact that he thinks that he is better than others. So this is now takabbur, and this is not anymore an inward quality, it is now an outward quality, and it becomes even more repulsive for the people around him. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is reported to have said, لَا يَدْخُلُ الْجَنَّةِ مَنْ كَانَ فِي قَلْبِهِ مِثْقَالُ ذَرَّةٍ مِّنْ كِبْرٍ That a person who has even an atom's worth of pride will not enter Jannah. This is a very serious statement. A person who has even an atom's worth of pride will not enter Jannah. So the Sahaba radiallahu anhum realized that it is a very serious thing and therefore they needed to clarify exactly what is meant by this. So a person asked Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, إِنَّ الرَّجُلُ يُحِبُّ أَنْ يَكُونَ ثَوْبُهُ حَسَنًا وَنَعْلُهُ حَسَنًا That a person likes that his clothes be neat and clean and he be a little bit smart and so with his shoes also, he likes his shoes to be a little smart and neat so Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam responded that Inna Allah jameelun yuhibbul jamal 
Verily Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is beautiful and Allah loves beauty. So he loves to see the signs of his, of his blessings on his servants. Allah loves to see the signs of his blessings on his servants. So that will not be considered pride where a person dresses well or he dresses neatly. That is not pride. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam further goes on to explain what is pride. Al-kibr, batarul haqqi wa ghamtun nas. What is pride? It is batarul haqq, rejecting the truth. Where a person, on account, of his, on account of his pride, he is unable to accept the truth from somebody. So a person is giving him a truth. He may not like that truth very much. So because of his pride, he rejects the truth. So Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is telling us that if a person knowingly rejects the truth for whatever purpose it may be, whether it be because of his ego or he feels that he will look a little bit smaller or his image will be tainted in some way. So this is rejection of the truth. And this counts as pride in the sight of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the other part is nas, to despise people, to dislike people on account of them not being seen by the, by the mutakabbir, by the proud person, on account of him not seeing people to be on his level. So he does not see other people to be on his level, so he despises them for that. That they are not in my bracket. They do not have the type of knowledge that I have. I am much more knowledgeable than them. Or I have much more wealth than them. Or I am much smarter than them, or whatever it may be. So a person feels that others are not on his level and therefore he looks down on them. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa is saying, despising others because of this, this is also the other part of pride. So pride is in two parts. The first is that a person does not accept the truth. He is unable to accept the truth from others. And he is unable to accept correction from others also. When a person is doing something wrong and he is corrected, we need to check ourselves. If somebody is correcting something of ours, an action of ours, or something we said, if we find it difficult on our nafs, on our, on our souls, in order for us to accept the correction, then this is a sign that there is some pride that is lurking inside of the heart there. So may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala save us from this. Sayyiduna Umar radiallahu anhu is reported to have said, Rahimallahum ra'an, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala have mercy on the person which person? The person who gives me the gift, who gives me the gift of showing me my defects and my weaknesses. Umar radiallahu anhu perceives that to be a gift and he is making dua for Allah's mercy to come upon that person, the person who helps me see my mistake. So this is what we need to, we need to see. Am I so happy with that person who is pointing out my mistake? Nobody is perfect. This is what we need to realize, that nobody is perfect. Everyone is prone to make mistakes. And the telling of, of an honor of, of the person and the person who has dignity is that one who is ready to accept his mistake. So Umar radiallahu anhu said, Allah's mercy be upon the person who gives me the gift of correcting my mistakes and showing me my shortcomings. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us this type of humility. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not look, we need to remember this also, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not look at what a person possesses. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, inna Allah la yanzuru ila suwarikum wa ajisamikum. Allah does not look at your faces and your bodies. Walakin yanzuru 
ila qulubikum wa a'malikum but allah looks at the heart that is within you and the actions that that come forth from that heart so this is what allah subhanahu wa ta'ala looks at inna akramakum indallahi atqakum that verily the most noble of you allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us in the quran the most noble of you are those who possess the, the greatest amount of piety and taqwa and allah fearing the most allah fearing person that is the greatest and most noble person so a person has no reason to be proud on any other basis whether it be his knowledge his lineage his wealth whatever it may be all these things are not telling luqman al hakim who allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks about in the quran allah blessed him with great wisdom and allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the quran quotes the points of wisdom that luqman al hakim imparts to his son one of those things he says to his son and allah subhanahu wa ta'ala quotes this in the quran because it is so important for all the nations that that are to come after this is so important for the ummah of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam that it was taken from the tongue of luqman al hakim and allah subhanahu wa ta'ala placed it on the tongue of rasul sallallahu alaihi wasallam and it is to be recited and followed until the day of qiyamah what is so important in that luqman al hakim addresses his son and he says wala tusa'ir khaddaka linnas do not turn a cheek do not turn your cheek away from people with pride because you're turning your cheek away from somebody you do not want to respond to him or you do not want to give him any attention so this is a sign of pride wala tusa'ir khaddaka linnas wala tamshi fil ardi maraha do not walk on this earth full of pride and full of arrogance inna allah la yuhibbu kulla mukhtalin fakhur inna allah la yuhibbu kulla mukhtalin fakhur verily allah subhanahu wa ta'ala detests allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not like every haughty and proud one allah does not like such a person so this is what we need to ponder over the advice of luqman al hakim rahimahullah that he imparts to his son so there are certain causes of pride that we have alluded to already and some of those are knowledge a person may be proud of his good deeds also this is even more serious that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given the person the ability to carry out some good deeds and on account of that he prides himself over others and he looks down on others so a person may be doing some extra nafil salah or nafil fasting and for that he thinks himself to be better than others allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows the condition of the hearts we can never think of ourselves as better than anyone else then sometimes this pride finds expression it it is expressed in a person's manner with other people and together with that a person becomes hurtful to other people and demeaning and disrespectful to other people so besides him having a sin upon him due to the condition of his heart where his heart has pride now he becomes guilty of hurting the feelings of other people as well on account of that pride so there are numerous harms of pride that stem from ujub where a person begins with thinking something of himself and then he starts thinking of himself as better and then it translates into his action and because of that action he becomes hurtful and demeaning and disrespectful to other people so then it's a compounded sin the sin becomes compounded and that is why it is such a serious thing it pride is something that deletes all type of goodness and nobility in a person it is from amongst the worst of vices and it causes a lot of havoc to the spirituality of a person it does not allow a person to humble himself firstly to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala 
and to those whom Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given honor. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given some of his servants on this earth, Allah has given them honor. He is unable to honor others also on account of their, that pride. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala detests that. It launches an attack. Pride launches a direct attack on the belief and the principles of a person. A person may be a very principled individual that he knows what is correct and what is not. He knows what is good and what is not. He knows what is truth and what is falsehood. But on account of pride, a person is willing to sacrifice all of that in order to protect his pride and not hurt his ego. So he's willing to sacrifice all the good principles that he stands up for. He knows what is good and what is not. He knows what is halal and haram, what is acceptable and what is not. But if he is being corrected by another person, he is willing to sacrifice all of that, all of those principles that he has. He is willing to sacrifice the deen that Allah has placed within him on account of the pride that he has within him. So there are many ill effects of pride. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran, سَأَصْرِفُ عَنْ آيَاتِ الَّذِينَ يَتَكَبَّرُونَ فِي الْأَرْضِ بِغَيْرِ الْحَقِّ I will turn away from my verses, from my signs, from the Quran basically. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling us from the ayat of his Quran, I will turn people away. الَّذِينَ يَتَكَبَّرُونَ فِي الْأَرْضِ بِغَيْرِ الْحَقِّ Those who have pride on this earth without any right to be proud. We do not have a right to be proud. But if a person is proud, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying, سَأَصْرِفُ عَنْ آيَاتِ I will not allow him to take the nur and the guidance that I have placed in the Qur'an. He will, not be, he will be barred from that on account of the pride that he has. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, كَذَلِكَ يَطْبَعُ اللَّهُ عَلَىٰ كُلِّ قَلْبِ مُتَكَبِّرٍ جَبَّارٍ In this way, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala places a seal upon every proud and haughty heart. That, how, that heart now has a seal upon it. And that seal is the seal of pride. That nothing is able to penetrate that heart. Knowledge is unable to penetrate that heart. A person is unable to lower himself in order to go and learn from somebody. He finds it difficult to seek knowledge also. Understand that pride is the enemy of knowledge. Pride is the enemy of ilm. That a person cannot be proud and at the same time lower himself to go and seek knowledge from somebody. It happens that a person in his studying days, he does not have that kind of pride, so he is able to seek a certain amount of knowledge. But then it ends there, because now he feels he is accomplished, and now he is unable to learn any further. He is unable to ask anybody else. He feels that asking a question will diminish him in some way. Showing his ignorance in something diminishes in some way. So this here, pride, we must remember, it is the enemy of knowledge. Then a person who is proud, the wrath and punishment of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala falls upon him. As we mentioned in the beginning, the ayah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, إِنَّهُ لَا يُحِبُّ الْمُسْتَكْبِرِينَ Allah does not like the ones who are proud. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also asks a question, أَلَيْسَ فِي جَهَنَّمْ مَثْوَلْ لِلْمُتَكَبِّرِينَ Is there not a place in Jahannam? Is there not a place, is, is there not an abode in Jahannam for those who are proud? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is asking a question like that. So this is something that we have to guard ourselves against. In a hadith, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa speaks about not lowering the garment below the ankles. And Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa indicated that it is a sign of pride that a person lowers his garment below his ankles. 
And there is a narration of Abu Bakr radiallahu anhu also. At some point, his trousers was below his ankles. And he was concerned and he came to ask Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam about this. And Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam told him that for you, it is not on account of pride. It is not on account of pride. So sometimes people use this as hujja, as some type of proof to say that I'm not doing it out of pride that my trouser is below my ankle. It is not out of pride that I do this. Let us understand full well that this is Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam attesting to the humility of Abu Bakr radiallahu anhu who is the greatest after Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam from this entire ummah. So where are we? Can we ourselves attest to our humility? How can one of us say that I am free of pride and therefore it is okay for me to do such? So let us understand who is speaking and who is being spoken about. So this is something we need to ponder upon and it is a means of us ridding ourselves of pride that we lift our trousers and we do not allow our trousers to flow below our ankles. This is the saying of Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam, the teaching of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam also taught us al-badi'u bis-salam bari'um min al-kibar. A person who initiates the salam and he greets first, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam says he is free of pride. So we should try to greet first. So these are some things we can do in order to free ourselves of pride. Acquaint ourselves with the, with the qualities of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Acquaint ourselves with the qualities of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the greatness and the grandeur of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, so we realize how insignificant and minuscule we are in the sight of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The real key to humility, and we will end on this inshallah, that a person has a deep realization and acknowledgement within his heart that any accomplishment, anything that he has accomplished in his life, everything that he has gained in his life, everything that he has earned in his life, is purely and solely through the mercy and grace of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If a person has a deep understanding and acknowledgement of this in his heart, then there will be no place for pride in the life of a person because he realizes that every penny that he has earned, Allah has, it is Allah's grace upon him. Every line of knowledge, every line, every word of the Qur'an that he has learned, it is Allah's grace upon him. It is no goodness that has come from within him. It is Allah's grace that has come upon him. And that is why he is able to accomplish such. So any accomplishment, any greatness, and any goodness that a person accomplishes in his life, he should immediately attribute it to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam would often make dua and supplicate to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allahumma ja'alni sabura. O oh Allah, make me uh, one who is extremely patient. Waj'alni shakura. And O oh Allah, make me one who is extremely grateful to you. Waj'alni fi a'yunin nasi saghira wa fi a'yunin nasi kabira. And make me minuscule and diminished in my own sight, but make me honorable in the sight of others. Diminish me in my sight, but make me honorable in the sight of others. So this is the dua we should make also. Allahumma ja'alni saghiran fi aini. وَكَبِيرًا فِي أَعْيُنِ النَّاسِ O Allah, diminish me in my own vision and my own eyes and make me honorable and noble in the eyes of others. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us the tawfiq to understand this. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala rid us from the evil attribute of pride. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala instill in us humility. وَآخِرُ دَعْوَانَا لِلْحَمْدُ لِلَّهِ رَبِّ الْعَالَمِينَ Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar. 
Allahu Akbar Allahu Akbar Ashhadu an la ilaha أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله أشهد أن محمد رسول أشهد أن محمد رسول الله حي على الصلاة الحمد لله الحمد لله الخالق البارئ المصور 
العزيز الجبار المتكبر العلي الذي لا يضعه عن مجده واضع الجبار الذي كل جبار له ذليل خاضع كسر ظهور الأكاسرة عزه وعلاؤه وقصر أيادي القياصرة عظمته وكبرياؤه فالعظمة إزاره والكبرياء رداؤه ومن نازعه فيهما قصمه بداء أعجزه دواؤه جل جلاله وتقدست أسماؤه وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن سيدنا ومولانا محمدًا عبده ورسوله الذي أنزل عليه النور المنتشر ضياؤه حتى أشرقت بنوره أكناف العالم وأرجاؤه صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه الذين هم أحباء الله وأولياؤه وخيرته وأصفياؤه وسلم تسليماً كثيراً أما بعد فإن الكبر والعجب داءان مهلكان عند الله ممقوتان بغيضان والمتكبر والمعجب سقيمان مريضان فقد قال الله سبحانه وتعالى إنه لا يحب المستكبرين وقال تعالى إذ أعجبتكم كثرتكم فلم تغن عنكم شيئا وقال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم من تواضع لله رفعه الله فهو في نفسه صغير وفي أعين الناس عظيم ومن تكبر وضعه الله فهو في أعين الناس صغير وفي نفسه كبير حتى له وأهون عليهم من كلب أو خنزير وقال عليه الصلاة والسلام وأما المهلكات فهوى متبع وشح مطاع وإعجاب المرء بنفسه وهي أشدهن وقال عليه الصلاة والسلام لا يدخل الجنة من كان في قلبه مثقال ذرة من كبر قال رجل إن الرجل يحب أن يكون ثوبه حسناً ونعله حسناً قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم إن الله جميل يحب الجمال الكبر بطر الحق وغمط الناس قال تعالى أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم وله الكبرياء في السماوات والأرض وهو العزيز الحكيم الحمد لله الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهدي الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له نشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن سيدنا ومولانا محمدًا عبده ورسوله أرسله بالحق بشيرًا ونذيرًا صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه وبارك وسلم تسليمًا كثيرًا أما بعد فإني أوصيكم ونفسي أولًا بتقوى الله والمواظبة على ذكر الله ألا خير الكلام كلام الله وأحسن الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الأمور محدثاتها وكل محدثة بدعة وكل بدعة ضلالة وكل ضلالة في النار من أطاع الله ورسوله فقد رشد ومن يعص الله ورسوله فقد ضل وغوى ربنا اغفر لنا ولإخواننا الذين سبقونا بالإيمان ولا تجعل في قلوبنا غلا للذين آمنوا ربنا إنك رؤوف رحيم اللهم أمطر شآبيب رضوانك على السابقين الأولين من المهاجرين والأنصار والذين اتبعوهم بإحسان 
خصوصاً على الخلفاء الراشدين المهديين أبي بكر وعمر وعثمان وعلي وعن جميع الصحابة رضوان الله تعالى عليهم أجمعين وأن وعنا معهم برحمتك وكرمك يا أكرم الأكرمين أولئك حزب الله ألا إن حزب الله هم المفلحون اللهم أيد الإسلام وأنصاره وأذل الشرك وأشراره اللهم وفقنا لما تحب وترضى واجعل آخرتنا خيرا من الأولى اللهم انصر من نصر دين محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم واجعلنا منهم ولا تجعلنا ممن خذل دين محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم اللهم انصر الإسلام والمسلمين اللهم أعز الإسلام والمسلمين في كل مكان اللهم انصرهم على عدوك وعدوهم يا قوي يا عزيز عباد الله رحمكم الله إن الله يأمر بالعدل والإحسان وإيتاء ذي القربى وينهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي يعظكم لعلكم تذكرون أذكروا الله أذكروا الله العلي العظيم يذكركم وادعوه يستجب لكم ولذكر الله أكبر والله يعلم ما تصنعون أقم الصلاة Fill in the gaps and straighten the subs. Allahu Akbar. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen Ar-Rahman Ar-Rahim Malik Yawm Ad-Din Iyaka Na'budu Wa Iyaka Nasta'in Ihdina Sirat Al-Mustaqim Sirat Al-Lazina An'amta Alayhim Ghayri Al-Maghdub Alayhim والدلين قل يا عبادي الذين أسرفوا على أنفسهم لا تقنطوا من رحمة الله إن الله يغفر الذنوب جميعا إنه هو الغفور الرحيم وأنيبوا إلى ربكم وأسلموا له من قبل أن يأتيكم العذاب ثم لا تنصرون واتبعوا أحسن ما أنصرون 
أنزل إليكم من ربكم من قبل أن يأتيكم العذاب بغتة، من قبل أن يأتيكم العذاب بغتة وأنتم لا تشعرون. سمع الله لمن حمده الله أكبر الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين ألم نشرح لك صدرك ووضعنا عنك وزرك الذي أنقض ظهرك ورفعنا لك ذكرك فإن مع العسر يسرا إن مع العسر يسرا فإذا فرغت فانصب وإلى ربك فارغب سمع الله لمن حمده
السلام عليكم ورحمة الله السلام عليكم ورحمة الله استغفر الله استغفر الله استغفر الله العظيم الذي لا إله إلا هو الحي القيوم اللهم أنت السلام ومنك السلام تبارك يا ذا الجلال والإكرام اللهم آئنا على ذكرك وشكرك وحسن عبادتك اللهم ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار اللهم إنا نسألك الهدى والتقى والعفاف والغنى ونسألك العفو والعافية في الدين والدنيا والآخرة والفوز بالجنة والنجاة من النار اللهم أجرنا من النار اللهم أجرنا من النار اللهم أجرنا من النار اللهم وفقنا لما تحب وترضى من القول والعمل والنية والهدي إنك على كل شيء قدير اللهم ربنا تقبل منا إنك أنت السميع العليم وتب علينا إنك أنت التواب الرحيم وصل اللهم على سيدنا ونبينا ومولانا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه وبارك وسلم آمين برحمتك يا أرحم الراحمين